At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Monday morning, too. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip. So much to get to today. First of all, how you doing, Kelly Bidlin? You good? Doing good, man. How are you? How'd you do in the golf tournament? You all right? Uh, okay. It was a loser. It was a, it was a small loser. I thought it was about to be a bloodbath. Matt Brown and I were, were drinking our sorrows away on Saturday night, but uh, had Cantlay, Shoffley, Terrell Hatton. Terrell Hatton was big. Make runs in the top 20 yesterday, so it helped mitigate some of the losses. Yeah. I had Scheffler and Rory, so with Scheffler, I had the Kelly Bidlin experience of finishing second. <laughs> I did think about you. Yeah. I, I hopped on Scheffler live. So uh, when it ended that way, I was like, I did think of you. I was like, Gil, welcome to the Kelly Bidlin yeah. experience. I did dead heat low round on him yesterday, so that got back some oh, of nice. it. nice. Yeah, that was nice. But it's dead heat, so, you know, it's the math. I didn't even know he he got that low. Yeah, him and four others were 500 yeah. for, the ter- for, the, for the round. Um, but Brooks Kepka wins his fifth major. We'll get into all that with Wes Reynolds a little later on. Uh, Kelly and I will talk about it as well. Nick Whalen on the NBA. Paul Spore, a little baseball in the middle of the show. Andy McNeil on a uh, Stanley Cup Conference finals, plural, where all four games have gone to overtime. And we have two two to nothing series. It really is that random. Florida, Vegas, right down the driver's seat. Two traditional hockey towns, <laughs> Vegas and South Florida. Let's go. Give me the Kelly Bidlin Stanley Cup finals. That's Vegas right. and Florida. Uh, so we look forward to that as uh, that goes on. We'll talk to Andy McDeal. I'm not sure. He, he has one lean. He doesn't really have a necessarily a bet, but we'll get some macro thoughts from him. I do want to start, of course, with the NBA. Or maybe you wanted to start with PGA, but I want to start with the NBA because I want to make some bigger points about this uh, Celtics. See, whereas the Stanley Cup playoffs has four games that all went to overtime, we might be on the cusp of the first ever Double sweep in the NBA conference finals in the history of the National Basketball Association. We will know this after tonight's and tomorrow night's results, as both the Nuggets are up on the Lakers uh, three to nothing, and the Heat are up on the Celtics three to nothing. Um, we'll, we'll get to the Lakers and Nuggets in a bit, but yesterday, and I don't want to get too much in the details because I know everybody in mainstream media is going to be killing the Celtics today, and justifiably so. They just look like they gave up, and Missoula's just been outcoached. 
But Heat led by eight. We won't do too many details on the game because I want to make two big macro points here. But the Heat led by eight after the first quarter. They led by as many as 22 in the second quarter in game three yesterday. The Celtics ended the half on a nine to two run. They got it to 15 at the half. And you thought, okay, maybe even though it was the lowest scoring half of the postseason for Boston, maybe that run at the end of the first half might uh, might fuel them a little bit. Nope, wasn't the case. Third quarter, the Heat led by as many as 33. They led by 30 after the third quarter. Boston only scored 17 third quarter points. The Heat end up winning it by 26, 128 to 102 for underbetters yesterday. Oh my God. A 74 point fourth quarter torpedoing. Oh man. Just absolutely torpedoing your bet. Apologies from the gambling universe for that. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Tatum ended up with 14, Brown with 12. That's Tatum with 14 and Brown with 12. Tatum and Brown combined for one of 14 from behind the arc yesterday, seven of 40 from behind the arc for the series. By contrast, let's just focus on the undrafted free agents of the Miami Heat, Vincent, Martin, Robinson, and Struess. The ones that play the most, that is. Vincent with 29 yesterday on 11 of 14 shooting, 6 of 9 from behind the arc. Robinson with 22 on 7 of 11 shooting, 5 of 7 from behind the arc. Caleb Martin, 18, 7 of 11 shooting, 4 of 7 from behind the arc. And Struess added 10. Butler, 16, 8, and 6. 79 combined points, by the way, for those four undrafted free agents. Uh, Butler, I said 16, 8, and 6. But the Heat, bottom line, 19 of 35 on threes. That's 54.3% yesterday. The Celtics were only 11 of 42. That's 26.2%. If I needed one stat to tell me what happened in the game, that's the only one you really need. Miami, 56.8% period from the floor. And the three-point shooting, by the way, getting back to that for this series. Game one in points, Miami was plus 18. Game, game two, they were plus 24. Game three, plus 24. Again. So... I just want to make broader we all we all know the Celtics are are cooked but I just want to make a couple broader points and I, and I don't want to the initial part of this is going to is going to sound like look at me Kelly but that's not my point here because listen I had the Warriors the only pre-flop futures bet I made before this postseason was the Warriors to win the West as we all know and that 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 is a loser but you know Friday night we're all headed to the, the parlay wedding Friday night um I get into St. Louis, and I want to get the exact bet. So I had, I had first of all, before the game, I, I took Miami for the series at plus 199 when they're down one to nothing. I bet them again plus 212 when the Heat were up six in the first quarter. Bet them plus eight and a half at halftime for the second half. Um, then yesterday, I had my, yesterday when the line went, the pre-flop line went all the way up to the Celtics minus four and a half. And I'm saying to myself, what is, what is this? What is happening? Bet Miami first quarter. Bet Miami first half ATSN money line. Bet Miami game ATSN money line. And again, I'm not saying this to say, oh my God, look at me. What I'm saying this to say is, sometimes sports betting, while we're sitting here grinding tennis or grinding golf or grinding baseball, whatever it is that you do on a daily basis, sports betting-wise, Sometimes sports betting throws a meatball to you right down the center of the plate. And like so many things that sports betting is a human, it's reflection of the human condition. Like so many things in life, you have to be able to recognize the opportunity when it happens. And if we put together, if we had the resources, Kelly, if I said before this show, I was like, put together all of the clips of this show where I said something about Spolstra versus Missoula. 
um, we're telling all my guests, like when we went into break, I was like, hey, what do you think the series is going to be mm-hmm. when we come back? Yep. And I remember with you, I was like, you going to learn. Two one bust. You going to learn. <laughs> right? I kept, I kept saying stuff like that. Or the analytics cited about the heat, the deflected balls, the, 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 the points off screens, uh, all of these very, you know, the loose balls recovered, the loose basketballs recovered. Uh, the Celtics being the least championship-like of all of these final four teams. Remember I asked all the guests that last week and I felt the answer was clearly the Celtics. It's a, it's all of that is great, but it's all what it, the point of that is it's all a study, a fascinating study in how the betting market, the, the reputation of a team, the Celtics or the perception that they were the better team somehow trumped what was so clearly in front of people's eyes for this entire postseason. And sometimes that happens. And then the line still goes the other direction. And you have to be able to say to yourself, what in God's name is happening? I must bet this, and I must bet this with conviction. Because it'll erase, by the way, if you're having trouble in other sports, it'll erase a lot of that pain real quick. Or maybe you're doing well in the other stuff, and this will just boost it into a turbo for you. So that's the, that's the first of the two things. The first of the two things is sometimes just trust your eyes. Over and over again, this is so apparent. The, the cousin of that, the, the adjunct of that is, we've talked on this show, and I think we got into this accidentally with Jake Hahn, of all people, who does hockey with us, where we got into this notion of, you know, Jake Hahn didn't watch the NBA regular mm-hmm. season. He just showed up for the postseason. And I, you know, we sort of got into the side. I was like, this is such a great point, because sometimes you can be taken off the scent of something because we always talk about, hey, big sample size means more than small sample size. And we're all, and on this show, we're all analytics people. And we all believe if you're not doing anything with numbers, you're probably doing this wrong. But I, so I said with the Jay Khan thing, I'm like, hey, look, you know, maybe not watching the NBA season this year actually turned out to be a good thing when it came specifically to the Miami Heat. Because we cited a whole bunch of metrics. They're 28th in this offensive category, 27th in this, 29th in this during the regular season. Cost me a lot of money. Cost you a lot of money. <laughs> let's let's take that one step further. Maybe I wasn't going far enough with that. So I had a little exchange yesterday uh, by text with uh, Felica and, and Will on this. Maybe I wasn't taking that far enough. Maybe we can even take it to the extent, and this is going to be tough for a guy like you, who is a big NBA guy, uh, or any of our NBA analysts who delve in this stuff on a day-to-day and a week-to-week basis during the season. But maybe, I won't say it's widespread in the NBA, it doesn't apply to every team. But maybe with a team like the Heat, and maybe this applies to more teams than we'd like to admit, the regular season is filled with dirty data. That these teams in an 82-game schedule so don't care about the day-to-day and the week-to-week, so only give a, a care about what is going to happen when it really matters late, that to actually pay so close attention and to actually be so close to the sun on a team's data over an 82 game schedule, the heat being the greatest example, not only takes you off the scent, but actually causes you to lose money in the end because you are so entrenched. And I'm talking about you I'm saying the market is so entrenched on their perception of the Celtics on one hand and the heat on the other, that what is before them night after night after night come April and May, they just refuse to believe. That's a bad thing for, for NBA betters. Do you, do you feel there's any truth to that? That that could possibly be a thing? Um, yeah, I think it's, I think possibly, and I think very 
like I, this is the one team. Like I, I don't I don't know that that applies. Don't you? But but it's the one team we get to see it manifest. Yes, with. yes. You don't you, are, you think that it's multiple teams? I don't I don't know. I, I mean I, I so like I don't I I know what you're getting with here, and I agree with the Heat, but. Okay, like the Denver Nugget. Like, we, no, we, that's an example where, where the Denver Nuggets is actually exactly what we think. I'm not saying it's right. the whole league. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying it's the whole league. But I think more than in other leagues <clears throat> where there's a 16, or excuse me, rounds a 17-game schedule. How many play, games play in the NFL now? 17-game schedule. College football, even fewer games, right? We've always said how hockey is random come postseason time. But maybe we just don't give uh, college basketball's 30 games. Well, even college basketball has a little of this, right? Ed Feng's great about saying the preseason rankings, the AP preseason rankings, which betters never pay attention to, actually manifest greater than the 30-game, 30 30, roughly 30-game 30 schedule during the college basketball season where we get completely fooled by certain ups and downs. So I'm just saying maybe this is something that betters need to keep in mind. And the Heat is the greatest example. How was that four and a half last night? How did the money no go the idea. other way? No idea. Come on. Anyway, I go on and on. Yo, even, even on that, I, I turned a quarter on that. Yeah. Talk Lakers Nuggets. Talk PGA. Because the PGA is unbelievable yesterday. Brooks Kepka. Going to bet him for the U.S. Open? That and more on the other side. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. This is BetMGM in terms of conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling prompt call 1-800-522-4700. A few more things about that before we move on for the Heat and the uh, Celtics. One, so by the way, we're debating what's, what's the opener going to be. As, as Game 3 was winding down, we're debating what's the opener going to be for Game 4 after the Celtics got all the way to minus 4.5. And, and I'm like, I mean, after seeing this, I was like, I said heat minus four and a half. Um, we, had, we had a heat minus three from, from Will. And in the end, it ended up, what, heat minus one and a half as an opener. I immediately bet that. Immediately. I want to say I even took it to minus one at minus 122, just so I had the one, just so they won by one. I, I haven't bet it yet, but it's the only side it's, to bet. It's two now. 
And so there was that. By the way, did you catch this was it happened for like a fleeting second about last thing about how this was ridiculous, how it got to Celtics minus four and a half. Like people were like, what have you watched to make you want to bet the Celtics in this? At one point during the broadcast yesterday, they flashed up the pre-flop number and the current number during the third quarter, I believe it was. I don't <laughs> I know if you remember this. that. Yeah, I saw this. And Reggie Miller, <laughs> who doesn't bet at all, right? This just this just drives home how Meshuggah this line was yesterday. Reggie Miller, while who was the, who was the play-by-play? Was it uh, Harlan yesterday? Before they went back yeah, to the action, so. Reggie Miller was like, "Wait, the Celtics were favored by four and a half." That drives my home my point home even further. Where it's like, even he he was like, "That can't possibly be right." There's no way. The other part about this, which I think it needs to be said, which has nothing to do with betting necessarily. But I, but I think that we – I do this every year with the Heat, and I haven't done it yet this year, and I'm going to say it again. So we think of dynasties in sports as sports fans, right? The Warriors dynasty, uh, dynasty uh, the Patriots dynasty. You pick your dynasty in whatever, whatever sport, and obviously basketball, the NBA has had its dynasties uh, perhaps more than other sports in our, in our lifetime. If the Eastern Conference was the NBA – Right, so let's say the end. Let's say we lived in a bizarro world where the NBA Finals did not exist. Yeah, the Miami Heat would be the greatest dynasty of any team in any sport in our lifetime, besides the Patriots, probably, because the the Heat, and we don't think of them this way, right? Because we only count ch- uh, what is what's Dame Lillard's thing. He goes, we only this chip culture. We only count the chips. We only count championships, right? Now, people will say, well, because Dame Lillard's never won one (laughs) and Charles Barkley's never won one. That's why they talk that way. But Miami, this is in the last 13 seasons, heading back to the LeBron, and I know the first four were LeBron, but in the last 13 seasons, this is the Heat's seventh Eastern Conference Finals appearance. That's right. Not five, not six. (laughs) This is their seventh out of 13. And by the way, they're about to win their sixth Eastern Conference title. So because... There's that one pesky additional best of seven series called the NBA Finals. We never think of them this way. But this organization, dude, is should be mentioned with all of the elite ones in every sport. It's incredible what they're doing. I think the other – I'll just rally off a couple quick uh... – couple quick other stats about the Heat. So trailing double digits in fourth quarter in these playoffs. The Heat are three and two. Everybody else one and fifty-four. Obviously that didn't come into play yesterday, but came into play in game one and game two. Jimmy Butler's stats, what he's doing in this playoffs. Incredible. Only person to compare it to in NBA history, Michael Jordan. When you start talking about players that have 30 plus points, five plus rebounds, five plus assists, two plus steals. And over 50% from the field shooting. It's him and Michael Jordan. That's it in the history of the NBA playoffs. I've heard of that guy. Um, and the Heat are back to the, to the fourth quarter. It's not that it mattered yesterday. They're outscoring teams by almost 20 points per 100 possessions in the fourth quarter. Shall I state the analytics again? Deflections. Loose balls recovered. Charges drawn. Screen assist. Thank you, Kirk Goldsberry. What they do better than any team. Well, Things that our eyes don't pick up on. In some of the, we started talking about this at the end of last week, like if this was going to continue, right? The the historical perspective from a from a betting standpoint, from like you talked about in the first segment. Some, you know, this is a team. Maybe this is a Heat team that you can. Uh, you don't take you, you don't really draw from what they did in the regular season. But if you draw from what they did in the regular season, nobody expected them to be here. You know what I mean? And no. it's it's you are you are you've gotten past the Bucks. And I didn't either, right? And right. By the yeah. way, by the way, play in games as late as that got crushed, right? In the seven eight <laughs> game. 
needed a 15 to 1 run to beat the Bulls late in the game for the eighth seed. So what do we see? I mean, what do we see? We, now we see that we get, we see them get past that. They beat the Bucks. Which, Everybody who had the, the Eastern Conference rated, it was Bucks or Celtics 1 2. One and, way I, and I made the case then, if you'll recall that, to me, that's the greatest series upset in the history of the NBA playoffs. Yeah, it would have been close I to gave me. I you too. all the yep. reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. yep. I, I, and I people agree. thought I was being a prisoner of the moment. I was not. Well, and then, and then, Gil, I mean, let's talk about what the hell the fallout could be from Boston losing this series. Oh. I mean, the Heat might get two head coaches fired. In the in in the Eastern Conference with Boston and Milwaukee, that might, very well might happen. And oh my gosh, if the Jalen Brown Jason Tatum uh, divorce ends up happening directly because the Miami Heat dismantled you so badly, you've embarrassed yourselves and the entire city of Boston that someone's going to demand to break this up. It's going to it could be an incredible fallout. And again, for anybody who's out there saying, "Wait, they haven't won a fourth game yet," again. Uh, Two sweeps in the same year in the NBA Conference Finals has never happened. Teams are 0 and 149 lifetime in NBA history, down three to nothing in a best of seven series. One more thing about this. If Tyler Hero's hand heals and he's able to go for the NBA Finals, don't the Heat just say, I think your hand still hurts, Tyler? Don't they, yeah. don't they say that? <laughs> yeah, it, looks, it doesn't look that good to me. You should probably keep sitting this out. I just can't believe I remember like openly. And wear, and wear your bucket hats liberally. <laughs> I just remember openly laughing when we got uh, injury timelines on him when he first got hurt. Yeah. And it's like, cool, just say he's done for the well, season. Remember, We're never going to see remember it. Remember Barkley saying? He's like, this is a bigger – Tyler Hero being lost by the Heat is a bigger loss than the Bucks losing Giannis. Remember that, that, that back and forth mm-hmm. when that happened? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have the heat in game four. I got the heat in the series of plus one ninety nine. So you're probably thinking, Oh, smarty pants. What do you have for tonight's game between the Lakers and Nuggets? You talk about the Celtics, like what could happen to the Celtics? Well, the Lakers, like by contract, this team is going to have to make decisions also, right? Cause you're going to probably want to try to keep Austin Reeves, but like, what do you do with D'Angelo Russell? Who's going to want money? Rui Achimura has played himself into money. Then you got Schroeder, then you got Walker. Like all these guys are set to be free agents. So that team is going to have to bust up in some way. You, I mean, have, you have so much money committed to AD and LeBron already that if you give $80 million now to Reeves, then what do you do? Because you can't let him go. I, I'm with you. I think you have to. I don't but, think you do. You can't. You can't. You can't. So then what do you and, do? And then, and then like me, me, JVT and I talked about this the other day, and I think you'll agree, Gil. Rui Hachimura is. Is one of the you're seeing one of the like you talked about with the Heat being the perfect example. Rui Hachimura might be the perfect example of how do you know how good a player could be if he's playing alongside stars like LeBron right. James and Anthony. Right. You know how many times right? during this during this playoffs I've said, "Oh, there's Washington Wizard great Rui Hachimura." Everybody, I, I mean that's that's where when you when he's in Washington and he's with a bunch of guys who are just as good as he is. Bunch of guys. He's str- he's struggling to stand out. Right. Mm-hmm. You put him that. Everybody can talk whatever they want to talk about LeBron James. Put him next to LeBron and Anthony Davis. This guy all of a sudden looks like, what was he, the 10th overall pick? Or he all of a sudden looks like a top 10 pick in the NBA in an NBA draft. Do you want any part of this game tonight? Game four, LA's uh, Lakers are favored by three. I, I want no part so, of this. Like you were saying in the first segment, like, hey, you and I were texting on Friday. I know you made those heat bets, yeah. right? I know a lot of people aren't going to believe a lot of the things yeah. I got to say about that series because I was very heavy on the Celtics. I thought if you were watching the end of game two, you saw Boston quit then. And yeah. it was everybody's talking about them quitting yesterday. I thought it was quitting at the end of game two. Um, this one, 
I I was on the Lakers on Game Three pretty heavy. I think we talked about that here on Friday. Um, I that, never expected the Nuggets to win that game. I, Gil, never. Like that's I didn't expect it either. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. Matt Matt and I were there sitting uh, sit, sitting out uh, out at dinner watching the end of it. I mean Jamal Murray, what he's doing is special. I can't wait to see this Denver Heat uh, matchup. I really thought the Lakers were going to win that game. It was another bad beating I took in this NBA playoffs. NBA regular season, by the way, small winner for me. This playoffs has been an absolute disaster. This is going to be a losing season for me. Um, this game tonight, I, I expect far more of an effort out of the Lakers than what you're going to see out of the Celtics or what you saw out of the Celtics yesterday, but I'm not betting it. I mean, I, I'm not betting it pre-flop. I mean, I may jump in in game, but I'm not betting anything pre-flop here. I, listen, it was the 13 to nothing run for the Nuggets. It was 94-93 Lakers with under 7.30 left on Saturday night. And then the Nuggets had that 13 to nothing run. They went up 12, and they cruised in from there, uh, leading by as many as 14 late. Uh, and Jokic got in foul trouble. He had his fourth foul, Ow. you know, not even midway through the third quarter. He wasn't doing much, and the Nuggets still figured out a way. So I don't know. Like, I would expect the Lakers to, you know, force the game five at least, have that much pride in them tonight. Um, but I don't know. I can't say that with any certainty. This this series, much more surprising to me the way it's gone down me, than the other me one. Me too, yes. Me too. Because I've, I've always thought the Celtics were fraudulent and – the Heat have proven it time and time again what they are. This one is bizarre to me. I thought this was going to be a really close series, so this is this is blowing my mind. And in some ways it is, just not in the results. We'll talk with Andy McNeil. Stanley Cup playoffs next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Take your sports betting game to the next level this summer with the VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up now for only $9.99 and get access to everything we do, including daily pro picks. On all the summer action, including NFL and college football futures, premium analysis from our top team of handicappers and industry experts, 24-7 video access, and pro tools like our exclusive betting splits showing you where the public and sharp money is going to give you an edge. Start betting smarter. Visit Visa.com slash subscribe and sign up now. Gil Alexander, Kelly Billen. Oh, by the way, Carmelo announcing his retirement. Uh, Kelly, Carmelo Anthony, 10-time NBA All-Star, 6-time All-NBA, 3-time Olympic gold medalist, and, of course, college basketball national champion with Syracuse. Hanging it up. 11th on the all-time scoring list. Which is amazing to think about. I was never a Carmelo guy. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I mean, he's great. Listen, great score. Uh, great scores. Uh, they they always end up being like my guys. Yeah, great score. <laughs> I was a big J.R. Smith guy. 28,000-plus points for, uh, yeah, for Carmelo. Oh, ninth all-time. I read it wrong. And a, and a member oh, ninth, oh, ninth all-time. And a member of the NBA's 75th anniversary team, as we pointed out as well. Um, what, one more thing. The uh, So if, if tonight's game ends with the Nuggets winning and tomorrow's ends with the Heat winning and we'll have the first ever sweeps in both conference finals, we will have nine days until the NBA finals. The NBA finals is locked in to a June 1st start. Kelly, nine days. It's like college football. <laughs> it's like, when's the national championship? Oh, I forgot it. It didn't happen yet. That could happen. I, I started I started thinking about that after the 2-0, after, after the series both went to 2-0, because yeah. this happens almost every year where we complain about it. So when you start thinking about, like, near sweeps in oh, nine days. I've never had that before. Yeah, never had that. Um, you all saying like this is such a great time to like figure out different markets to bet. You found Nuggets over Heat at what price this morning? Minus one fifty at a shop. I, I just I think it's a pro tip. We we talk about it often. Of how do you make the same bet 
that's in different markets, right? Like, there's a lot of different markets that get hung. So whether to win the NBA Finals or if it was a you know a series price, you know, of what it could be. I just found now that since these two series are still technically going on, I just found a shop that was hanging exact outcome an exact outcome market for the NBA Finals, and they just hadn't they hadn't really fully adjusted that number to. I, you know, the odds for the Nuggets to win the championship. They didn't match up, right? So they are, you're seeing over minus, it's, it's about minus 220, minus 200, I think, for the Nuggets. Before these series began, I saw the exactas for all the combinations of the yeah. four teams. And I know this was the price because I looked right at it, looked right at it, thought about betting it, and didn't. Nuggets over the heat was what? Guess, 12 to 1. Whew. Now, That's I, I don't like. remember what the heat over the Nuggets was, but it's obviously longer than that. Yes. By a lot, probably. So I'm looking at, like, DraftKings right now. Minus 215 for the Nuggets to win it, win it all. All I'm saying is these, like, you're going to get a little bit. So Nuggets to beat the Heat at uh, at DraftKings is minus 200 on the exactas. So obviously it's 3-0. Could something we've never seen before happen? Yeah, it could. But it's, my point is shop around because you might even be able to find a much better number than something like that. And it got me invested a little bit. Okay, before we get to Andy, just last question here, mm. just just for just for the hell of it. If either the Lakers, like which team, the Heat or the Nuggets, would you feel would be more likely to succumb to the pressure if all of a sudden it got to three to one? Like which team would be more likely to? It's, by the way, it's not going to happen. But I'm just saying, <laughs> just for the, just for conversation, which would be the more likely to tighten up in your case? Who would feel the pressure more? Um. Oh man, I, the Nuggets. It's impossible to answer. The, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Nuggets, I guess, if yeah. that happens. Yeah, I don't even know. Uh, let's talk some hockey. Stanley Cup playoffs in full swing. Unlike the NBA, which is uh, Sweepsville, or it looks like it's on the cusp of Sweepsville anyway. Uh, we have four overtime games in the first four of the conference semis in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Andy McNeil joins us, our hockey analyst at Digital Gambler. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing pretty good, but I mean, it looks like it could be Sweetsville in the, the yeah, NHL conference That's... finals as well. Probably, probably not going to happen, but uh, but I mean, it's trending that way. The the, the matchups have been closely contested, but uh, you know, it's 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 uh, the first time that we've ever seen the first four games in the conference finals go to overtime like this, um, and it's uh, I guess not shocking, but kind of shocking to see it all work out in the the way that it has and have both of these teams trailing O2 okay, uh, after two games. So it's just me you and t- me and you talking nobody's listening. We're just having a private conversation here. So then shouldn't we just be betting the dogs on all these games? Seriously, Andy. Just like isn't that the best betting angle on all this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like I I came into the series with a you know some conviction on the Dallas Stars. I obviously bet them on the series uh line at, at plus 120, not a good bet in hindsight. Um but I think I'd be on Vegas, if nothing, uh, heading into game three. I'm, I'm looking at that price. I've got it around Dallas minus 125. So I'm a lot closer to betting on Vegas now than I am betting on Dallas after this big adjustment uh, heading into game three. The stars are priced minus 135 at DraftKings, uh, as high as minus 145 at some shops. I know Circa is, is up closer to minus 143 or, or somewhere around there. So some of the, the sharper uh, books uh, have, a, have a bigger price on the stars. I'm not really uh, in line with that. So uh, if things can trend any more towards the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, it would be Vegas or nothing for me. So stars are minus 145 in game three tomorrow. So you're, you're leaning Golden Knights at about plus 120 right about now? 
Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd want I'd want better than than that, but okay. uh, yeah, I got, got a fair price around minus one twenty five in favor of the Dallas Stars. Seeing the best price in market right now, plus one twenty six on Vegas. So um, you know, getting close, I guess. If if it ticks up a little bit more, then I'd I'd be interested in betting the Vegas Golden Knights. And then Panthers and the Hurricanes tonight. Panthers leading two to nothing. We go back to Florida now, where the Panthers have it uh, on their home ice. It's Panthers minus one fifteen. You don't want any part of this. No, I mean, I've got this one minus 106 in favor of the Florida Panthers. Uh, I think my run of, of betting Florida, which has gone pretty well over the last few weeks, uh, not uh, not not going to continue, at least in these these two games, that the prices resemble what we're seeing here. Um, you know, the Panthers were a much bigger underdog on the road. We've seen things shift here. I, I don't think Carolina, or I don't think Florida has played well enough in the, in the first two games to, to justify betting them. Uh, you know, even even arbitrarily. But looking back at the, the the other two matchups that they had against Boston and Toronto, they they played played pretty poorly early in those matchups. I know they won the the first two games versus the Leafs, uh, first three games. Um, but they uh, they really kind of changed the tone as the series shifted back to Florida and really started to grab some momentum back. So I think we could see that here. And the Panthers put forth probably their best effort of the, of the series so far. Carolina has played uh, pretty well, but. I mean, playoff Bob, right? Sergei Bobrovsky has been yeah. unreal. And I think it's going to be a really interesting conversation if the Panthers do win the Stanley Cup. You know, who is it? Matthew Kachuk or, or Sergei Bobrovsky? Who's the MVP? Uh, Kachuk, of course, three overtime goals. Uh, and he's been just a lightning rod for that team. But uh, Bobrovsky, I mean, they wouldn't be here without him right now. He's been unbelievable. And uh, it's I'm glad I've been, been cashing in on the Panthers these last couple of weeks. But, man, it's frustrating. Like, regular season save percentage, no you know, almost meaningless when it comes to trying to predict the save percentage uh, in the NHL playoffs. And, and Sergei Bobrovsky is a great example. You don't know who the hot goaltenders are going to be until they're hot. <laughs> that's right. And that's the old, uh, you know, that's the other old Stanley Cup playoffs adage. You just just bet the hot goaltender. And in this case, it happened to be Bobrovsky in the end. By the way, for the con Smythe, because I think that's interesting what you said. Kachuk, who just had the winning goals in both of the last two overtimes in this series, both overtimes in this series, He's plus 425. Bobrovsky is exactly that as well, plus 425. Now, if the Knights end up winning it all, you got Eichel at 5 to 1, you got Mark Stone at 6 to 1. Everybody else is double yeah. digits. But it, but it is an interesting question. Favorite. What's that? Vegas would be a favorite in a series yeah. versus the the Panthers in the Stanley Cup final. So those odds would shift if that if that's the matchup you'd see you'd probably see Jack Eichel and Mark Stone or or at least Jack Eichel uh, ahead of Matthew Kachuk and Sergey Bobrovsky, but um yeah, I mean uh, it, it's it's tough. Sorry, you were you were gonna you were no, gonna follow it up with something. No, that. I wasn't. I was just saying those are the DraftKings numbers. But shop around, right? Because we're flashing a bet MGM yeah. con Smythe, and Bobrovsky is plus five fifty. So, like, would that be a bet to you at this point? Uh, it's something I, I'd consider for sure. I mean, I think I think it's going to be a really tough decision for voters. Now, uh, you got to consider the Panthers' chances in a series against the Golden Knights, and um, you know they're only up two zero right now, and the Hurricanes are a tough team. They've battled back from these deficits before in past years, so I think um, you know it's it's. I wouldn't say it's a bet right now, but it's it's something that's on my radar. I mean, I think uh, I think Bobrovsky is is the MVP at this moment because um, the Panthers have have really you know kind of been really caved in at times uh, by some of these teams and, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't have escaped without Bobrovsky's amazing uh, performances. Okay. Real quick. Cause we only have 30 seconds. So nothing tonight leaning for the best price you can get on the golden Knights tomorrow night in game three. We were just talking about exact as in the NBA. Obviously you have two teams now in the Panthers and the Knights uh, who are up two to nothing. 
Is there an exact, like, if, if I told you one of the teams that are down 0-2 comes back and wins it, I'm assuming you think that's the Hurricanes, right? Might there be, like, if I said, what's your best exact now? I don't know, man. I, I mean, I'm not, like, it's, oh, really? it's pretty close. I've got Carolina, or I've got Florida winning 81% of the time. I mean, they, they won those two games on the road. That's a big boost. Um, I've got Vegas winning 79% of the time. So I'm oh, not really not okay. that far apart on, on either matchup, and... Uh, you know, we could see these things stretch on still. So you think the Knights are the, are the justifiable favorite to win it all now? Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Andy McNeil. Thank you, man. Appreciate it as always. At Digital Gambler on the Twitter machine. We'll come back. Uh, Kelly's biggest betting takeaway from the PGA. And Paul Spore on baseball. Some quarterly questions for him next. Numbers Game, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, laces up with a playoff parlay insurance offer. That's a playoff parlay insurance offer. Place a one game parlay of four legs or more and get back a bonus bet up to $25 if you miss one leg. Enjoy the playoffs like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds, specials, and parlay selection features throughout the postseason. Log in now or sign up and opt in to get back up to $25 in bonus bets if one leg in your one-game parlay falls short. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 and over, please. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. I said 21 and over, please. There's really no please there. It's 21 and over. Period. <laughs> I don't know why I said please. They're not like asking you. Um, so the PGA, Brooks Kepka wins his fifth major. Real quick before we get to sport, because I want to talk some baseball. But he wins his fifth major. So only only Tiger and Phil among active players have more than he does. By the way, three PGAs, you know, as well among the five. Three PGAs, two US opens. Not to mention he has four runner-ups in majors, 18 top tens. He becomes the 20th golfer all time with five plus major titles. So he just left the Rory old Tom Morris four majors group and is now in the I had to get old Tom Morris. I, I, in good there. Job. That's just a great job. And then and now he's in the uh the Byron Nelson Seve Ballesteros, Seve Ballesteros five major group. You betting him at 18 to 1 to win the US Open, Los Angeles Country Club next month? I didn't I didn't yet. Um Brooks, man, he's he's back. 
He's back for sure, it looks like. I mean, I, I wish I, – I think watching that yesterday, you just think more and more about how sad it is we don't get to see these guys compete more often than just this and that this Lynn That, is, that is the is, sour footnote on I'm this, not, yes. I, I tweeted something about it yesterday, Gil, and people were coming at me from different I'm – not, I'm not choosing sides anymore. It's one of those just figure this out. Like, it's – it sucks that we only get to see these kind of guys, this kind of play happen at majors now. And Brooks, like he looks like he's back to being a stone cold killer. And it is, I'm going to take a lead. I'm not going to let it go. And if I do, you catch up to me. I'm taking it right back. You, you know, as, as I always say about like as great as Steph Curry, Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. But nothing quite as hot, hot when Clay Thompson gets hot streaky. Mm-hmm. That's the Brooks Kepka thing yep. in golf. He's just ridiculous when he's on. Um, and, and you know what, like real quick, like that was what happened to Corey Connors yesterday and yesterday's round. I think a lot of people could sit here and say they thought they saw it coming. Good for Corey Connors. Still a good week for him. He's a great ball striker. He'll be back in, in, in these positions again. Victor Hovland, who you know I love. We heard, we had crack on last week talking about him playing poker in the Aria like, yeah. you know, a couple weeks ago. Vic is impossible not to like. He had an all-time great ball striking week uh, at the PGA, and who knows what uh, what happens if he doesn't hit that bunker shot and it comes right back, just like Connors did on Saturday. Sticks it right in the mud, just like Connors did. Uh, we'll talk more golf coming up with Wes Reynolds. Uh, Paul Spore joins us right now from Fangraphs. Talk a little baseball as we round. Uh, we're past the quarter mark of the uh, season here, the first quarter of the Major League Baseball season. How you doing, Paulie? I'm well, Gil. Thanks for not calling it the quarter pole. You're very welcome. That's always the three-quarter mark. Everybody knows that. Um, not everybody, but you're right. Well, not enough people. Not is, enough is the people problem. know that. You're exactly right. Not enough people know that. Uh, let me just ask you this, because we went with Jeff Parlay, by the way. Everybody, congratulations to Jeff Parlay. Yeah. Jeff Parlay, holy matrimony this weekend. He got married uh, in Chesterfield, Missouri, right outside of St. Louis. So we all flew into St. Louis. Uh, Wes was there, Wes Reynolds, Danny Burke, uh, Todd Wishnev, um, obviously Ben Wilson, the best man, including Jeff Parlay, who actually got married. Uh, so we're all there. It was awesome. But in flying into St. Louis, I was trying to go to the Cardinals game. I think Wes did go. My flight got delayed, so I couldn't. Um, it was moments ago. It feels like seconds ago when we're like, oh, look, they're the, have the worst record in the National League. Oh, my God. And then the Wilson, you know, Contreras were like, oh, my God, how did they blow this? Uh, he's never going to catch again. They're winning the division, aren't they, Paul? I, I certainly still wouldn't be surprised. And I think we even talked about it. At, at the depths there when they were in last and, and uh, you know, looking buried, they weren't buried. The team, the other teams did not run away and hide from them. So while there are issues with the Cardinals, I think it kind of starts at the top on the field. I'm not really bought in on anything Ali Marmol is doing. They might just be able to out talent uh, uh, Marmol's decisions and still win this. The offense is great. I don't think the pitching is great, but I think it's probably good enough. And the ball should start bouncing their way a bit more. They're a pitch to contact kind of team. I think things were really working against them. We'll see if they make moves. Maybe they should trade out some of these guys that Marmol doesn't like if he's not going to use them. But uh, yeah, the, I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest. I don't think it'll necessarily be easy. Pirates don't scare me. I'm not sure if the Cubs are ready. The Reds, of course, are bad. So it really comes down to the Brewers, and they're okay. They're just okay. <laughs> That's right. They're just okay. And here is, you know, the 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 Cardinals just went eight and two against the likes of the Brewers, the Red Sox, and the Dodgers. Here's mm-hmm. their schedule coming up. These are the teams that like Cincinnati, Cleveland, Kansas City. This is all before the All Star break. Pittsburgh, Texas, Cincinnati again, San Francisco, the Mets, Washington, the Cubs. Then they do have a little bit of a stretch with uh, Houston and the Yankees, but then they uh, close before the All Star break with Miami and the White Sox. 
Then they have the Nationals after nice. that and the Marlins again and the Cubs after that. So I guess what I'm saying is they could be ahead by the All-Star break, uh, ahead of that division. They're five games behind the Brewers right now. They're plus 220 right now. We may never see this price again. I'm yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally get that with the cards. And again, no matter how down we got about them and how bleak it looked, they were never buried in the division. Yeah. And that's what it always comes down to. No matter how bad you're playing, where are you in relation to your opponents? And even with the negative outlook that we had on what was going on with their pitching, the, the, the other central teams just could not bury the cards. The A's. My goodness. I could go through the A's schedule now and do the exact opposite. They've won 10 games. They've got nothing but like a murderer's row in front of them. The season went on, by the way, shout out to Steve Fezzik because he has texted in this show and we've related, we've relayed his text every time the A's adjusted season win total keeps dropping and dropping and dropping. Now we're in the high forties. We're at about 47 and a half. Doesn't that seem too high? Like, are they going to cull together 38 more wins this season? Come on. Probably. (laughs) Probably. It's baseball. We've been around too long. Like it's so hard to put a team down that much. Like they're so bad, right? I'm not, I'm not even here to like cape for the A's at all. They're horrible, but it's really hard to lose that many. Maybe that maybe they'll do it. You know, maybe they'll, they've reached different heights and uh, set different records based on uh, what they've been able to do with, uh, you know, their shoestring budgets and success. Maybe they want to reach the bottom and say, Hey, look at how, how far we can sink. We have like a $9 payroll. These are all terrible players apparently. And maybe they'll just reach the the depths of it and, you know, blow out the Cleveland spiders. Uh, no, I, I still think that they can win. You said what 38 more the rest of the way. Yeah. I, I think that they can, they are, they are really, really bad though, too. They're really bad. <laughs> it's just throw that. Really, really, bad. really, really bad. They have no bullpen. And that's the thing too. But that's always the mark of a really bad team is their bullpen, right? Cause if you do get a lead, your offense, you know, plays well for the first few innings, your starter does all right. It's going to get blown. And that's the thing with these A's with this A's team right now is that uh, no lead of any amount is, is safe with them. Not that they can even build that big of leads, but even in a world where they could, that bullpen that just, I mean, I could name these guys and I guarantee you some of them, you would, you wouldn't know that they were actually baseball oh, players. I would tell you you're making it up. By the way, I yeah. lied. It wasn't 47 and a half. It was 48 and a half. I stand correct. Okay. My apologies. And they have, they have to win 39 to, to, uh, 39 to, to get, get you there. That's correct. Um, I, I, I think they can. You think they can. Here, here. I mean, I, I don't think I would touch it as, as a bet either way. I don't think. Just for giggles. They got Seattle next. They got Houston. They got Atlanta. They got Miami. Okay, you get the idea. Um, what are your DFS plays of the day? What do you like today? I'm probably going double stack on on big pitchers today because I think you can afford Coors. There's Coors all week, by the way. They get Miami starting tonight. On over on DraftKings, I like the double pitcher. Um, you go Castillo, Javier. You can still fit in a lot of Marlins now. You have to have the Marlins on your team, but if you're somebody who uh, likes to play Coors, usually it's pretty tough to get aces there, but you can get like Nick Fortes, Gene Segura, Brian De La Cruz, Jorge Soler uh, with Castillo and Javier. If you want to go that combo, now that's pitchers going against each other, but those are probably the two best guys today. Uh, You do undercut your ability to get two wins. I built a lineup where I still got Freddie Freeman in there as well. So I I think uh, that's an interesting thing. And no, they're not facing each other. Sorry, I'm wrong on that. Seattle's facing Oakland, Houston facing Milwaukee. So go Castillo, Javier can still get some cores and still get a star or two elsewhere. 
Real quick, then, the last 30 seconds. The club here as we pass the uh, the quarter mark of the season, the club that you think is poised for a big surge, that they're underperforming, the club that you think is the most overperforming right now? Uh, most overperforming is probably, man, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not super hot on the, on the O's being this good. Like I'm, I'm, I like that they're backing up what they did last year. As far as team that's going to rise, it's the, probably the Cardinals that we talked about. The Let's Cardinals. be honest. I'll take the yeah. easy answer there. Yeah. The run differential uh, corroborates what you're saying about the Orioles as much as I hate to say it. Right. I mean, they shouldn't be this good based on that. I want them to be good. I just don't know if they're an elite team and they've been playing elite baseball right now, record wise. Marlins also huge uh, overperformers based on the one run records as well. Thank you, Paulie. Great seeing you. My man. Take care. Nick Whalen from Rotowire on the NBA on the other side. Numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.